Welcome to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast, brought to you by the Iron Tavern and Spellburn. Our cast of characters for this campaign is Baptist, the cannibalistic thief, Nuniklaus, the boom cannon wizard, Jargon, where did he go, halfling, Santh, cleric of Mani, Vixila, the guardian warrior, Gonlex, the warrior who dreams of seafaring journeys, Mephrodis, the corrupted wizard, Bong, the glistening warrior, Aram, the sergeant-at-arms warrior, and Jadawan, the apprentice wizard. The alien-carrying creatures have been defeated, their nests torn apart by the snarling roots of Malak as the adventurers remain sheltered in the mushroom forest. Contemplating their options, the party decides to use Mephrodis' powers to attempt a planar step back to the great city. Arriving slightly off course, the group sneaks their way back into the city and takes survey of the current situation. Okay, so you guys, last we left the heroes, they were right over here on the edge. Yes, you guys are always unhappy though, so that's just par for the course. You guys were, yes. I think it's more unsatisfied. Unsatisfied? You guys have all sorts of cool stuff. No, 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 no. Well, we would retire if we were satisfied, right? There's some vengeance that needs to be dealt out. I think it's just a deep longing for continued badassery. Kill somebody. Or bloodthirstiness, I mean, you know. That's bloodthirstiness. Some of us just want to harness badassery, and then, you know, maybe a few of us just want to eat people. You know, I mean, (laughs) we don't judge each other much. Yeah, we get along just fine. Most of us do. Unless you're a dwarf. 95% of us do. Those of us that aren't dwarves are, <laughs> do get along just fine. So last week, you guys were over here at the edge of this large <coughs> mushroom forest. You had fought some of those reptilian vulture-like birds that you had encountered a large nest of them. Um, you came this way to seek shelter from a large storm that was... Uh, ferocious amounts of wind blew down from the mountains to the west. Uh, previously, you guys had explored the crash ship site where the ship had crashed that you'd seen from the cliff when you guys first arrived, um, and you had left what appeared to be a destroyed outpost of some sorts near the metal pyramid, which seemed to have a portal of some sort in it. And that's where we start off tonight. You guys sheltering at the edge. The battle has just finished. The storm is still raging just west of your position, but you're relatively sheltered inside the forest. You feel like you're, you know, you'll be able to weather the storm in the forest without much, much ado. But we're not seeing any more vulture lizards. You are not. You cast the snarling vines. That seemed to destroy the nest uh, of them rather completely. Um, with that said, there was probably 30, 35 of those things coming out of the nest. The snarling vines collapsed it and took care of Probably about half of those, and you guys fought off the rest of them. Think there's any value in digging through that nest or no? I can't really see any value. I mean, unless they drug somebody in there. Yeah, yeah. there's probably there's probably the ring of Cesrican in there or something. Is there anything on these creatures that could be valuable or useful? Let's um, co- let's collect some parts anyway because we could sell it like, to somebody with yeah. I'm thinking of talons, food. teeth. Whatever. The sandstorm is still blowing, though, correct? Correct. The sandstorm is still blowing. But it's, you guys are, I mean, you can tell it's still raging on outside, but the the 
cover you've got seems to be sufficient to protect you from most of it. But you can certainly hear the wind and the stuff just to the west. Because you guys didn't get that far in the forest before you encountered this uh, nest. All right, out of character. Are we going back? It seems like the it seems like the consensus. Yeah, it'd be fun to stay, but I'm I, I'm down with what you guys do. I, I think we can easily get or we would be able to more easily get back if uh, we wanted to come back to finish exploring because there is some curiosity to it at least, just not necessarily in the grand scheme of things right now. I just don't think we're entirely prepared. Like for example, Sant is casting at a lower die and yeah. all of our wizards are barely able to walk and things like that. Well how confidence is Mephrodus that he could come back here? Mephrodus exudes confidence in everything that he does. It oozes from does, his heart. Does he really really exude confidence? He believes in himself whether y'all believe in him or not. Well, I mean, we've seen him go to talk to his deity every time with courage, so I mean, he obviously has some form of confidence. Not deity. Patron. He's my pal. I'm sorry. I I apologize. (laughs) I don't mean to upset your patron. He scratches my back. I scratch his back. With one word answers. (laughs) He had a back. (laughs) He scratches bark. (laughs) Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm good with going back. I think there's a lot we have to do there. Yeah, I think we can get back. I think we can come back. I've got, well, I mean, we're going to have to assume that more time passes between now and the time that we actually get back there in order for us to have a shot at it, right? It depends on how much luck you want to burn. I've got nine, which means I can give a total of 18. If another night passes, then I can give a total of 22. If you hit eight, if you can give 18 points... I can burn one, two, three, four, five, six, and that'll take nope. me down to twos in all my major attributes. Oof. So Mephrodus will pretty much just be like comatose. Well, it could be like normal. We've got, like every day for Mephrodus. We've got always a, walking around spellburned. If we do it where we're going back into the temple, though, that's a more secure location for him to rest up and get back to where he needs to be. And as long as I don't roll a fumble, I could. And what are the odds of that, right? Like as long as Jeffrey doesn't hit 5%. that fumble switch, got my finger poised over it. <laughs> I can also voluntarily take corruption if it need, if I need it to get the final bump, which I'd rather not do that if I can. You said you could spell burn how much? Six. And that would get you what exactly? I'm sorry. I, I don't it'll, really understand It'll that. give me six points, six additional points to the spell check. I'm toting a plus six now. Okay. So that would be 12 plus your 18. That's 30. That should be all i got to hit is the 27. So, I'll, I'll, you know, we can make it. Unless we, like, wait one more evening so I can have 22 for a little bit of extra cushion. Well, the, the thing is going to be the fumble. If you're willing to spend the luck, I, I spell burn, unless I don't fumble... Yeah, I'm willing to spend it. So you're gonna start drawing your circle. Yeah, Mephrodus will start doing that. <clears throat> okay. So Mephrodus starts making a large, I believe, forty foot diameter circle or radius circle. <coughs> we'll kind of keep an eye out in the area while he's doing that to make sure. How long have we up. been gone? Four days. Four days. <clears throat> Bad. 
Baptist will get comfortable. <laughs> Jorgen's going to prepare himself for planar stepping again and hope he doesn't get sick on the other side like this last time. Does Jorgen have to hold Mephrodis' hand? <laughs> I think so. I think that, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to hold on to his pinky. <laughs> or maybe Mephrodis has to hold him like a baby. <laughs> no. No, he doesn't. No. <laughs> Mephrodis can't pick anybody up. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Mephrodis might have to get any Klaus to stand behind him to move his hands in the right gestures. <laughs> All right. I'm going to spell burn six. Okay. And Jargon is able to burn luck as needed, correct? Yep. All right. Yep. Don't roll a one. Don't jinx me, man. <laughs> this is a crit. Moment of truth. <laughs> Ooh. Wasn't a one, but <laughs> it wasn't a one, but hey. Just need eleven more, Jargon. <laughs> Alright, cool. Uh yep, I will give uh, I'll burn six. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'll burn six and that'll get you twelve. Dang, so I'll burn six myself, so that's Mephitis. It is my pencil. Mm-hmm. Dang. Mephrodis will never learn. 27. So between a combination of spell burning and luck, you manage to uh, planar step your way back to the great city. Where are you planning on <coughs> going? And I believe there's actually a... We're going to show up in the high priest, uh, the abbotess's bedroom in the temple. How precise is this? Isn't there? Aren't you? Don't you just show up within one d three miles of where you want to be? Uh, it depends on the check result. Let's see, twenty-seven. Yeah, one d three miles margin of error. So yes, personal experience with the location, or yeah, so one d three. Would any more luck help with that, or no? Nah, that's just the way it is. I think. Nope, that's just the way it works. So you end up. Oh my! Miles away. So you guys, um, Crab. planar step in the, you guys, you guys are in the circle that your vision gets all squirrely, gets all foggy. You feel a sudden whisk of movement as you're like whisked out of the, uh, off of this world. That moment, that feeling persists for like what feels like a couple minutes. It was really probably only like 30, 45 seconds, something like that. Um, and all of a sudden, you come to, and you're wet, and you're, you're uh, um, you feel like your feet are in mud, and as you start to get uh, your surroundings, you feel like you're in some sort of swamp. Jargon's going to throw up behind the nearest tree. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot for a little man. Come on, now. So we're in the swamp. Do we recognize any way marks? Can we see the city from here? Um, yeah, off in the distance you can see the city. Uh, you guys have been here often enough. You suspect you're somewhere in the sunken city. There's a couple uh, patches of uh, you know drier land that you can get up up onto in a way. You do see um, what looks to be some crocodile tracks. Mm. Do we see any sending stones? You do not see a sending stone. So we only the only tracks we see are crocodile tracks, and everything else is unfamiliar. Uh, you know you're in the Sunken City, uh, but you haven't been in this section of the Sunken City before. Hmm. Um, well, I think we should head north, lads. Or whatever the opposite direction is, the crocodile. 
<laughs> they're not bad. They're kind of cute, actually. Not for Mephrodus. <laughs> <laughs> Mephrodus's work is done. Yeah, Mephrodus is like, carry me. He's probably being carried by he's Bong like, right now. He's like face first in the mud. <laughs> just, leave, just leave me. <laughs> but you can see the city off in the distance, uh, or at least, you know, smoke from, you know, city cook fires and we things like that. Smell the stink can of it from here. Head, some, head that direction, I guess. Does someone have a torch? Yes. Light that sucker up. Okay. Is it dark? Uh, light a torch. And I have my hand so in it. Anybody? It doesn't matter. You've got a torch lit. Mm-hmm. And you, you guys are going to start heading north? Yes. Okay. You see, you make you start making your way north. You eventually find a little trail uh, that seems to follow the high points in the the swamp. Um, you do see some crocodile tracks that cross this little trail here and there. But you continue making your way, and you eventually find yourselves back to. Uh, it takes quite a while slogging through the the even with the trail, with the mud. But you find yourself back passing through Muster Town and back into the south gate of the great city. South gate. Last time we came to the south gate, there was a little OK Corral that happened. There was <coughs> a little OK Corral. This time you just see uh, some of the normal folks in Muster Town, some of which seem to recognize some of you guys uh, and say hello. Um, but you do not see anybody waiting for you at the gate. All right. Are there... Are there like shops in uh, Muster Town? There's the like tavern uh, place. Um, what's his name? There uh, is Soily. old Soily. Yeah, yeah he's old got his Soily. place. Our little copper, uh, or not copper, but little clay chips are probably still up on the wall. Yes. Yeah, we had a bright prize, right? Yep. Uh, Soil Dove. Twenty eleven. Uh, Soil Dove. That's the tavern. Uh, and they do sell some adventuring items, but it's it's all pretty much mundane stuff. They do offer room and board. <clears throat> well, Bong was thinking that maybe if we could find like some monks, cows, or something like that, something to hide our identities with as we we're coming into yeah, town. That's a Jar- good idea. Jargon's not been here since he joined the party, by the way. Oh, you've never been to Muster Town. Baptist hasn't either. Or new. Jargon's been through Muster Town. Yeah. So is Baptist. Well, you got you were here for the ambush. Was I? <laughs> yeah, but I think you snuck up on the guys while they were there. But you, you've been through Muster Town. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's been through Muster Town too. Baptist came out of the swamp, so yeah, he's been through. That was right. At, yeah, that was like right after I joined you guys, wasn't it? Yeah, shortly. Yeah, after. yeah, it would have been pretty. Yeah. Okay, I remember now. Um, but yeah, the soiled dove will have some robes with cows on them and stuff like that. All right. Bong and Methodist. Bong gold Bob piece per, per robe. A gold he piece says with per a smile. Robe? That's outrageous. He says, you guys have been successful. Do we look successful? Share the spoils. Look, Share the spoils. Fixing to show you some spoils. There you go. Price. Algin. That's when a hurricane comes through. <laughs> Things have changed. <laughs> he said a gold per robe, right? Correct. That's too much. I'm not paying that. I'll give you gold for all the robes. 
Mm, old Sorley Sir shakes his head. He goes, two gold, all the robes. All right, done. Two gold. Okay. Pleasure <laughs> doing business with you there. Corrupted Jar- one. Jargon will flip the two gold up under the... Oh, all right, Jargon. He's good for luck and for gold. <laughs> He's loaded. He is. <laughs> while while we're here, Dandy hasn't been here in a long time. She's going to go down the pathway to the, uh, the, the lady in the hut. Yep. And she's just going to give her a, uh, she has 150 in jewelry. She's going to take a 10 gold piece piece of jewelry, like a necklace or a uh, ring, and give it to her. Okay. She yep. comes out of the hut, and uh, she smiles at you kindly and takes the offering and wishes you safe travels and journeys. Yep. Just such, hasn't, hasn't checked in in a while. We should check in on Cinder. I've got this mask that um, can make him do what I say. Down at the Sunning Stone? Yeah, he, would he be communicative? Has he been in the He's past? He's n- never really been communicative in the, the past. It's usually been the mask has let you sort of direct where you get sent as opposed to being completely random. Yeah, I won't go talk to him. I can't stand up. Manfred has hired somebody to push him around in a wheelbarrow. <laughs> hey, kid, you want to earn a copper? They, they eagerly rushes up to you. He crawls in the wheelbarrow. Okay. So and the kid grabs the wheelbarrow handles, and he's ready to cart you wherever you wish to go. Head to the temple. Uh, what do y'all think? You You've got your robes. Yeah, I'd say, should we split up and head there or stay together? I was yeah, kind of wondering if we all wanted to go together. Or we may even want to go through the sewers. There's nine know. of us currently. I've, no, I've never been there, right? This was one. Oh after. yeah, you haven't had you. No. Oh, you'll I would it. like to. I would like to get a look at the temple before we just walk up there because I'm not sure that it's safe. I'm not completely sure that it's going to be safe. So I would like to get a check. Okay. A little while uh, walking there. Yeah, I can agree with that. So, how are you going to scout it out? You're just going to Baptist slip through the city streets, or? Um. Yeah, I think Baptist could just. Make his make a way his way there. If the group wanted to wait in some other location for a little bit of time, <coughs> well, Bones and his cow. Anybody that wants to go with him, he would be like to go up and like scout out the tower while Baptist and whoever wants to go with him maybe check out the temple. I mean, Jargon can probably slink around pretty easily. So, who's going to go scout the temple? Baptist and Jargon. Probably the best. I think Snish might return to the guild. We're going back to our temple? Temple yeah. of the Moon, right? Yeah, Santa will go for sure. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go there just to check it out. And where's the rest of you guys going to go while you guys wait for the others to scout? Uh, Bong is going to go up and check out in the disguise of his monk's cow as a holy man. And whoever wants to go with him, I guess Colgrim. Nooney Klaus will go with it. And Nooney Klaus will go and check out, um, just kind of look at the temple, I mean, look at the uh, tower, see what's going on, see see if we can tell what's going on. Okay. Maybe we'll stop by Ezrin's, too, and, well, that may not be a good idea. Do, um, do we want to keep Snitch on, or do we want to yes. send him, like, keep him on the books for us, but have him, like, at the guild kind of listening in and keeping an eye out for things there for us? Um, I think we should definitely keep him on retainer, if nothing else. 
That's fun. I'm, I'm just curious, like, what you guys were thinking. I mean, I really don't know what to make of him, honestly, if he goes back to being an NPC not being played by one of us. so Right. I mean, so I'd like to keep him close one way or the other. That's fine. I'm just curious what you guys' take was on it. Either way, I'm flexible with it. He seemed like a good guy. Okay. He so he out. will go with the group of uh, Nuni and them. We'll split him out there in case they need some sneaky backstab for whatever okay. reason. So he's not going to the guild yet. He's just going with the tower group. Right. He'll go with the tower group. Okay. So the people going to the temple, uh, Baptist, Jargon, Santh, uh, Patrice, and Dandelion, um, are you all going in the robes on the way there or no? Yes. Uh, I think uh, I think my two will not go in robes, but they will um, sort of be separated from the group just as like another another unit, you know? Like trail behind mm-hmm. kind of a thing? Yeah. Sometimes ahead, sometimes behind. Okay. We can give a signal and they can like go up as if they're interested in learning about money. Yeah. Um... You guys head off towards the Temple District. Uh, it's easy to see Temple to Moon. It's a rather large structure. Um, and as you sort of approach, stay on the outskirts, uh, you see some people going into the temple. Um, you see what looks to be your uh, guards at the front door at the top of the steps. Uh, there does not seem to be anything out of the ordinary. <clears throat> we'll go up From the steps and uh, try to go in. Okay. Um, if you're... Easily granted access. Um, word seems to pass quickly, and uh, Vixila comes to see you guys. Uh, she's there. Uh, Aram's here too, right, Mephris? Yeah. And Aram also is at the temple, and they seem to say that uh, they had no idea where you guys were at. Uh, they wondered what had happened uh, and why you hadn't returned from the, the Wizard's Tower. Um and they say things have been going relatively well at the temple. They've been training the new recruits. Uh, they've been getting prepared for the uh, full moon ceremony. Uh, but th- it seems the temple seems secure. Has there been any talk on the streets of the tower? Anything going on over there? Um, the tower has definitely been some talk about the tower. They said after you guys left... Uh, or after you guys disappeared, the ta- around the tower was seen a... One, some people claim to have seen a person riding a black nightmare horse fleeing from the tower at one point. Um, and then they said that shortly thereafter, there were flying winged ape men that circled around the courtyards of the tower. Um, they've continued to see those people flying around the courtyard of the tower uh, as if guarding it, patrolling it. Um and there really hasn't been much. There hasn't been anyone leaving and entering the tower that they've seen, um, but they have seen the increased presence of guards outside the tower. And the rumors are that uh, Americal has lost his place in the tower, and that Leotah has taken up residence in the tower. Is what the rumors say. But they say those are unsubstantiated rumors. They don't. That's just what the word on the street is. Is Mephrodis with us or the? Yeah, I figured Mephrodis is going back to the tower just because he can't walk. Okay. Okay, we'll uh, get him situated in the back. Okay. Uh, You're easy to find him a spot to to rest up, get him in the tower, or the the temple, um, and he can start resting. He can be relatively secure there. So the tower group that went to go see the tower, how are you guys approaching? What kind of precautions are you taking? Things like that. It's just Close. three of us, or four of us. <clears throat> They're right. Got Snish, Bong, Noon Klaus. Colgrim. Colgrim. 
Going in cloaked, first off. Maybe pile some Colgrim. That's the wrong sheet. So you make your way through the streets stealthily as you can so as not to draw attention to yourself. Uh, you see the tower off in the distance. There's uh, shops outside the tower, correct? Yeah, yep. I think Snish will kind of make his way to the shops and act like he's kind of like, you know, browsing whatever the wares are that people have. I'm assuming it's daytime. Okay. Um, and kind of get a glimpse at it from there. He's not going to get too terribly close, maybe just close enough to be able to kind of get a peek or glance at the wall and gate and stuff like that. As he's at the shops, uh, he sees the gate is closed. He sees just beyond the gate, catches it out of the corner of his eye, what, what he thinks is some sort of... Uh, large iron statue on the other side of the gate that looks different than when he was passed uh, through before. Um, like the, one of the golems that we saw? Correct. Okay. And he also sees a trio of flying monkey men. Hmm. Okay. Now, he has a hard time getting, you know, he's, I'm assuming he's more trying to catch stuff out of the side of his eye, so, but that's what he sees. Yeah, yeah he's trying passing. to be discreet about it. Now, in like the tower, I mean, the, the fountain and the streets that surround the tower, are people still like Walking along like normal? People are still walking along like normal. The streets seem a little less populous than before. But, I mean, for the most part, people are continuing on as normal. Does the tower shift shapes still? Or the tower no? does still shift shapes, shapes okay. yes. So, yes, it changes its appearance <clears throat> every 15 minutes. Bong says, come, brother monks, let us sit by the fountain and converse. And he like okay. leads the procession of whoever will follow him out there. Yeah, Nuni Klaus will go with him. Yeah, Bong will lead him to Nuni Klaus and ask him if he if he has any way to know if, if the magics have changed, if the wards are back up on the doors. What he um, notices is with his arcane insight. You can make an intelligence check, Nuni Klaus, or unless you want to cast a spell to do detect <clears throat> magic or something like that. But no, I I don't have that spell. I think so. Fourteen. Um. As, as you guys observe the tower, Nuni Klaus thinks the wards have been put back in place on the walls. Uh, some of the runes seem to have a, a brighter sheen than last time, a little bit of that purple glow to them. Uh, so it seems the wards have been put back on the walls. You guys by the fountain also catch a glimpse of some iron golem statues that seem to be just beyond the gate. Uh, you see flying patrols of trios of flying monkey men, and... It was sort of difficult to see, but as the sun moves through the sky, it looks like um, the side that has the like the balcony where the, the flying mounts would come in and out, it looks like there's a object, it looks like a dead pterodactyl has been hung from the balcony edge. Oh, wow. And as the sun shifts, it sort of comes up shadow to further confirm that. Wasn't that the same pterodactyl she was riding on? She didn't ride the pterodactyl, no, she rode the Black Nightmare Horse. That's that oh, that's right. The pterodactyl that tried to terrorize us. It was yeah. coming through the hall, and that's right. right. Yep. I was so, thinking we somehow got her on the pterodactyl, and that's what flew her out, but I forgot about the... Uh, yeah, the horse. Yeah, the horse. Well, we're going to use that pterodactyl. That, did we use that safe word to get the, the wards down, to get through the gate initially? You the way it worked before to get in was uh, Afardius was going to remove the, oh, the right, wards right, right. around the walls. Then you were given a safe word, which is what you used to cross through the front door. Afardius, I forgot about that jerk. Yeah, we need to think about. We need to get back together after this and like discuss plans. Yeah. You fellas, yeah, I think we should head back to the temple. Do y'all want to swing by one of the guard offices and see if we can find out on something about the whereabouts of Rack? Well, I was thinking either 
go to where he was or to the office that Bong was going he, to command. He off, yeah, right. He he offered to Bong. Yeah, let's go. I'd say we go to the office first. That's my vote, just to see. Yeah, let's go look at that, and uh, we need to figure out how we want to do this. We can get them if we get Rack and, and then Afardius, then she'll know we're coming probably. If we get them first, so. Yeah, let's just see if we can locate him. And to do that, you're going to go to the guard office in the smoke, the one that was going to be Bong's station of command. Is that what everybody else wanted to do? That's, I don't yeah. know that we're going to, that's going to give us any information. Where did we meet uh, other than the tavern? Did, did we run into Rack and one of the official... Um, You've never run, you never ran into him in one of the, the uh, guard offices. He told you he was going to give you a, a position at a... The, smoke. the guard office in the smoke, but you actually met him at the tavern. Okay. Um, Didn't well, they meet him at the fight in the street first, though? Isn't that how he got wind of you, their... Yes, there was lesson? that time, too. You did. He was one of the captains that was in the street when the ape men attacked the market area. So that might you be him there, And then later you met him at a tavern. He's over the whole guard, so he's going to be... He's kind of a bigwig, I think. Um, we could always have somebody either one of us or one of our hirelings ingratiate themselves to one of the guardsmen and see if they can find out anything. I have a feeling that Snish and his connections with the guild might be able to find out stuff like that anyway. That's likely. And I actually have an errand for Snish. Hmm, he's curious. <laughs> so which, which one are you going to take action on first? Um, secret messages going on. What's that? Look at eye like he's side chatting somebody on something I don't have access to. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm doing. But let's let's go back to the temple, and if you're gonna send him on him, if he's if Snitch has got a, a errand to run, let him go do that. But I think we should go back and <clears throat> regroup together and make a plan. Yeah, let's do. Yeah. Okay. So you guys are able to make it back to the temple uh, with relative ease. You don't think anybody saw you hanging or loitering around, or at least you didn't draw undue suspicions if they did. Uh, and you reach the temple, and you've got pretty much the whole group back together in the temple, including Vixila and Aram. Uh, they let you know the temple's been, you know, they were worried about you. They weren't sure what had happened, just that you disappeared. They'd tell you the rumors they'd heard about the uh, wizard's tower, but things have been relatively uneventful at the temple. Bong asks Aram if he's noticed any kind, anything out of the ordinary. Is the temple being watched? Are there any any flyovers from mysterious creatures or anything? Um, they the the biggest weird things at the temples that the flying ape men don't seem to be making any pretense to hide themselves, which most folks think because they don't even know how the fight at the temple actually ended. So. It's rumored that Americal died in some great battle at a at the tower, uh, but they they don't know for certainty. But that's what the story is: is that Americal got defeated at the tower, and that his jilted lover Leotah has taken over the tower. Um, the only strange flights they've seen are the black nightmare horse that on the day you guys were fighting it, and Sam sent the horse off, uh, leave the tower, and then like hours later came back to the tower. Okay, um, so we think our place here is, is not it's not registered as a threat so far. At least we have no reason to think that. Is the traps to the sewer still set? When you go check the traps to the sewer, yes, it's still set. 
is the orphan kid still hanging around? Yeah, he's. I mean, he, you've paid him quite well the first time. Uh, uh, so you know they load around, hoping that you know more coin will come their way. If nothing else, they pick up coins from passerbys that feel sorry for him. But uh, yeah, he, you can find the orphan kid. Mephrodis yells out in a fever dream from his bedroom. Baptist, you should hire that kid that pushed me around in a wheelbarrow. He seemed like a good guy. A good guy. Baptist, Baptist ignores him. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I'm assuming Snitch returned to the temple as well. Yeah. I mean, I know you talked about him going off into the guild, but I didn't think you guys had done that yet. Yeah, let me see. I think it was going to be one of those uh, return, kind of chat, converse, get a plan. When, um, before we leave, left the orphan leave those heads leave one of those heads outside the thieves guild is there been yep. any what's been going on on that front you'll have to figure out a way to talk to the thieves guild no one at the temple knows what's no going one, on, and, on that front and, uh, there's been no retribution that's come to the temple regarding it but you don't really the, have an inside scoop at the thieves guild unless you send like snish or uh someone else Okay, so the orphan hasn't... No one saw him do it or no one No, the orphan didn't take any flack for it. He did his job well. Well, Baptist will talk to Snish and and, uh, ask him to get some information on that when he returns. Okay. If he returns. Snish is going to go uh, to the guild and kind of do a little bit of mingling, I guess is the best way to put it. And then you're going to ask him to come back to the temple to report back? He shall. Um... The, we can go and cover that. Snitch goes off. He's probably gone for you know an afternoon, most of an evening. Maybe shows up early the next day, um, and he comes back, returns to the temple. Uh, any any of the observant ones will see that he sort of took care to mask his tracks back to the temple. Uh, he's a pro. And, and and when he gets back, he says uh, he's heard the same rumors. They don't know what's going. The guild doesn't know for sure what's happening at the tower, though. There's strong suspicions. Leotard is in charge at the tower, uh, which he says doesn't necessarily make the guild completely comfortable. People aren't sure how she'll be. Um, Miracall used to, for the most part, keep to himself and not bother anyone. Leotard may have bigger aspirations in that, which makes people wonder if there'll be a shift in power uh, with that takeover of the tower. Uh, he says as far as the the other part, the guild is up in arms about the heist of the sword from the the Israel shop, uh, <laughs> made worse by the heads left on the Thieves Guild's uh, doorstep. The <coughs> guild is desperately trying to determine who did that uh, and who pulled off that heist. They're asking lots of questions. Uh, they're pulling in some guild members to ask if they were responsible uh, or what they know about it. Uh, the guild's rumored to have um, um, rewards for information on who stole the sword from Israel's shop. Uh, What's the reward? Uh, 100 gold pieces for information on it. Oh, just for information? Yeah. And how much do we owe Snish? He was going to get a full share, right? Yeah. It's a full share of nothing. Um, (laughs) He's going to be on on the books, so pretty much when work comes about and you guys sell stuff, he's probably going to get a cut of something, I'm sure. Uh, So while Snish is at these guild, he wants to try to seek out two of his best and most trustworthy friends within the guild that are similar in mindset as himself, um, that are you know trustworthy and are able to keep things under their hats if need be. Uh, I'm assuming he has that capability since he's been in the guild and has a certain level. He actually says he's reluctant because most of the guild thieves are true to the guild and 
but he can see what he can do, but he needs to gauge uh, their trustworthiness. Hmm. So that could take a little bit of time? Could take a little bit of time. He wants to make sure he doesn't bring just any old wrong person back to uh, the temple, especially with the heat that seems to be on right now. He yeah. says normally it wouldn't be that big a deal to get by with doing that indiscriminately, but uh, uh, he needs to make sure he's got the, the two he's got in mind or would be loyal to him and not so much to the guild. So, cool. He's going to like probably step out of the building, have a cigarette break. He's going to find an orphan, jot a quick note, and tell him to take it to the Temple of Lani, pay the kid cover. The yeah. note's going to pretty much say, just plainly, some research to do or whatever. Okay. Uh, check in soon. That's it. Is yeah. there any concern in the guild itself about where he's been the last four days? There's a little bit of concern as the questions came down. Uh, they obviously, they're tr- trying to pull in uh, different people. He, when he gets back to the guild, just sort of explains that someone hired him to do a job that kept him unavailable for a couple of days. He tries to cover it best he can. He's just sort of one of those guys that just doesn't say a whole lot, and uh, <clears throat> he feels like he was able to cover up for it. They know he's got an opium problem. He disappears like this all the time. <laughs> yeah. No? Well, he does have an opium problem. All right, so we're gonna re- we're gonna rest tonight. Is that sort of where we're at? The end of the day. I think Mefford just wants to go bang some heads. <laughs> In his fever dreams, yes. And you mean his own against the wall? Maybe <laughs> he's like he's seizing. He's banging his head against them. Ah, I'm I'm fine with the rest of the night. Yeah, I think we should. I think maybe we need to go ahead and start doing some scouting and reconnaissance or whatever figuring out how we're going we need to figure out how we're going to exact this revenge we need to get some leads where to start well Baptist was thinking about going over to Ezrin's and seeing if there's any checking that scene out <clears throat> so you want to do that after a night's rest or um it doesn't really matter I can do it before the night's rest okay he'll go cloaked sneak through and just go in and uh, try to see what's going on in there. Okay. So, uh, hold on. So you head over to Ezrin's. Baptist heads over to Ezrin's. Um, he gets over there, goes in, and it's like the whole "Hey, Norm" thing. I mean, it's it's hard to not be recognized at Ezrin's for the most part. You get in. Um, you know, low cloud of smoke hangs over. It's, it's doing a, a decent business. Baptist starts to talk to some people, uh, and he learns that the most uh, exciting thing that happened over at Ezrin's was that uh, two days ago, a dead body of a man had been left at their doorstep. A man? Mm-hmm. No, no one knew who it was? They didn't know who it was over at uh, uh, Ezrin's. Somebody left a, a body on the doorstep of Ezrin's? Yep. Where, what did you do with the body? Uh, they said they turned it over to uh, what did the, the local watch. Okay, that's weird. He was just like dead, or yep, stabbed. Yeah, it looks or? like he'd been uh, uh, possibly tortured prior to his his death. They said he wore uh, robes. Um, they they describe him a little bit as you get talking to some of the guys that trust you a little more. And the description of the, the person sounds almost like a Fartius. Oh, hell. They threw him at the steps of Ezrin's? Mm-hmm. 
Hmm. That's probably a message. And he was turned over to the guard? Yeah, once Ezrin's uh, dragged his body away from Ezrin's first because they didn't want to draw undue attention, and then sort of did like a you know, hey, dead body over here in the street corner, and got him turned over to the guard. The guard probably don't actually know he was dropped off at Ezrin's though. The folks at Ezrin's didn't want to be associated with that, get undue attention, but nor did they want to have to dispose of the body they didn't have anything to do with. All right, fellows, I think there's a chance Rack may want to play ball with us if we find him. I'm guessing. It's worth a shot. Well, we've got a little bit of leverage on him. Well, does anyone in Ezrin's know where he would be, know who he is, and where we could find him? Uh, they know the name. Uh, I mean, there's other captains in the City Watch, so Captain Rack's not, like, you know, the be-all to end-all, but he's, you know, in the smoke he was uh, reasonably well-known, uh, or at least the name, and... Most of the people, Ezra, the people at Ezrin's do not know for sure where Captain Rack is. The people at Ezrin's don't know where Rack is. No, they do not. Well, Baptist will uh, sort of distribute out some of his stash and uh, let everybody know that he wasn't here. You haven't seen me. <clears throat> they nod. They know how it goes. And, uh, you know, Ezrin's is, you trust him as much as you can trust anybody at Ezrin's. Well, Baptist will go back and uh, let everybody know what he's been told. So you make it back to the temple. You let them know that it seems that Fardius's body had been found on the doorstep of Ezrin's. Well, I, I suggest we take a rest for the night and in the morning try to find Rack. That sounds like a plan. How many days do we have to do the ceremony? So, should be another, what, like, seven days, something like that, full moon. It was new moon when you guys broke into the watchtower, four four days past, five days, so, what, another seven or eight days? So it's been what? That sounds good. We, Let's call it, calculating? call it a week. Were we calculating? Yeah, we'll call it a week, to the full moon. Full we moon, the- we went in the tower on 5th, Winemond, com- the full moon is on the 18th. So there's 13 days betwixt the two. Okay, and then you'll be waking up on the morning of the fifth day after the rest, so... Uh, so eight so days. Wake up in a, yeah, eight days. Eight. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. We're on 13 wine line. And, Jeffrey, is Jaden still the abbotist? Is that, like, who we got to be the abbotist? That's who you got, Jaden, the bar, made, bar winch with amnesia. How is that going? Um, she's a little clumsy. She seems insecure. Uh, though Sant suspects a lot of that is because she has not had the tutelage uh, of the proper <laughs> ways. I mean, there really hasn't been anyone left at the temple to, you know, there's been other acolytes and things like that. But, you know, to really know the proper rituals and clerical training uh, probably takes someone of Sant's caliber to pull off. So she's there. She's willing. But her, her work has progressed rather slowly, mainly because she lacked proper instruction. Makes sense. <clears throat> but she's still there, happy to be the temple. She has no idea she was a bar wench before. Uh, so, um, you know, she's... She was born for this. It's, she seems to think that. This is all she knows. Um, uh, has anybody else, any followers of Monty, uh, showed up to join the temple at all? There's been a small trickle. I mean, you probably gained another five followers in the, the four or five days you guys were gone. No one of the... Uh, of the priestly ranks, though, we haven't attracted, like, any clerics. 
You've not attracted anyone in the priestly ranks. Sans suspects once you guys pull off a successful uh, moon sacrifice that that'll help <laughs> further affirm that the Temple of Mani's here to stay and will likely uh, increase its followers and more likely to attract the more priestly types. Are there other temples of Mani in other cities? Yeah, you suspect that Mani's a rather widespread religion. So, yeah, they're, Monty's not just isolated to the great city. Are you looking for a priest, Santh? Only only so far as to make sure that we have, like, people at the temple so Santh can, can continue his adventuring career, like, <clears throat> have a proper temple. We need to have some proper priests in there. Prospero, who's one of my level zeros that Jeffrey let level, he's a, now a cleric. He might be suitable for that. Ooh. Is he a cleric of money? He could be if the price is right. I believe he should be. Yeah, he's a cleric of money every day, all of his life. He, he just eats, sleeps, and breathes. M O O N. That spells moon. <laughs> if Jeffrey's cool with that. Yeah. All right. Cool. And have they lined up some virgins yet? Oh, we got the virgins. Hey, you went to the market and bought some. <laughs> That's the way it's done, right? Five of them. I think so. Nobody gold for this. pieces from the slave market. Mm. At least until they start showing up at the doorstep in droves, we might have to uh, resort to. Uh, at least we got them. That's right. We got them. We're good. We got, got something. We got eight days. We got eight days. And yep, eight days. Okay, so we rest, sleep like little babies. So, evening passes uneventfully. Uh, you guys wake up feeling somewhat refreshed the next morning. Um, you guys get one ability point back. You can put it wherever you want. <laughs> and if call. there's any any healing you guys want to do, now that you've got a cleric that functions <laughs> mm-hmm. in full capacity. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to give a suggestion as to where they could stick that extra point. I didn't really know what to expect with that one. <laughs> And while you're in the city, as long as you guys are, you know, you guys have been relatively careful. So, I mean, if you needed multiple days to pass so you can heal some that way, that's also a possibility as well. I mean, you've got, you guys live in a 200-foot-tall ziggurat, so. (laughs) Well, we never said we weren't subtle. (laughs) We need a lot of days before we make much of a difference. Depends on how good Santa rolls. Sans mm, looking. Be patient. <clears throat> we'll see what ha- Who all has like major major damage that needs to be fixed here? Uh, Nuni Klaus needs attribute healing. Baptist needs health points. Well, Prospero can heal health points. Yeah, he's pretty comes. Anyway. He has a level one... <laughs> Here you go. Oops, too bad. <laughs> <laughs> that disapproval goes up to two now. Yep, disapproval's a two. Oh, man. That's too many roll. This, I don't even want to make this roll. I just know. It. Hey, like, but you get a D20, you know? That's awesome. Instead of a yeah, D14. D14 in the, in the lesser threat range of actually getting... All right, uh, it just... didn't work. It didn't work out too bad for me, but I got an eighteen. We'll do a 
and do Baptist for or um, Unity class first. So the cleric restores ability scored. Oh, by the way, um, Santh will make a very uh, polite suggestion that in exchange for uh, this type of healing, he's calling on this depth of power of his gods that a notable donation to the church would be acceptable. Baptist has 10 hit points back. Is he saying that to Nooney Klaus? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, however, you get back two points of any one ability of your choice. Oh, nice. And we'll see what happens with Mephrodis today. And Baptist got 10, by the way. Yeah, I got that. Okay, just making sure. All right. And then Mephrodis, for a polite suggestion of a donation to the church. Um, Mephrodis wakes up from his fever dreams and goes, Mother, is that you? <laughs> oh, man. 22 is the one to get. It restores 1d6. Um, got it. You called it. Plus, plus caster level. And it heals 2d6 plus caster level hit points. Dang. Man. I'm, I'm reading through this, though, and I think that um, it has to apply to... It doesn't look like I can spread it across. Yeah, because it says or... It says, like, ability, 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 or ability. And yeah. then, like, later results say ability, 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 and ability. So Yeah, and I think I remember that when we looked at that one time before, that it, certain ones, you can't split it across the... So Mephrodis gets 13 hit points back if he was down any at all. 13 hit points, okay. He's and then he gets 6 points of ability damage healed. Oh, that's nice. Uh, I'm going to stick all that in strength. Why don't you hit Nooney Klaus again with that? What well, kind of donation do you want? <clears throat> I was going to say that the first, the first request was just a, a polite, you know, the church, we could use some money, trying to do some upkeep here, trying to bring the flock back in. Methodist will throw in five gold to that. Five gold? Yeah. I'm strapped All for right. cash. Cool. The The second healing of the day costs 50. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm costs good. 50. Yep. Well, well Looney Klaus feels like his contribution to the temple is through magic missiles, and <laughs> he would like to be restored. Uh, that role is... That, that roll is for Sam. That's a 20. That's a crit. Um, which means I get back. You get your personality modifier again. On top of Yeah, that. you get something extra on top of that. And it, did Sam donate to the church? Or did I miss that? Sam is the church. <laughs> <laughs> I'm putting that into agility. Get that back up. Uh, Baptist, I'm sorry, Baptist, uh, Nooney Klaus, um, through his reminder of magic missile um, as his his <clears throat> donation to the church, Santh accepts that for the first heal, but he's kind of curious as like, what what good things is Nooney Klaus willing to do in Monty's name going forward to have uh, the healing touch of he's the reaper? He's to kill Leotal. Monty doesn't doesn't really care. She she doesn't care about Leotal. I don't think. It will. I think Leotal being dead and the Temple of Monty continuing probably are the same. So are you are you trying to convince Santh that Leotal is a enemy of the Church? 
Of this church, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one right here that we're standing in, yes. Jeffrey, am I convinced? Resoundingly. <laughs> Jeffrey, am I convinced? I mean, he makes a pretty good argument. He might need to reinforce that argument a little bit more, but, I mean, that, that's a... I mean, she finds out we're here, she's going to come try to kill us. Still, it's his ass on the line, too. Santh will, uh... Yeah, I remember you being in the tower, too, Santh. I came to help out you jokers. Yeah, you did a good job, too. <laughs> uh, Santh will ask um, Nooney Klaus to blindfold himself. And then he gets a couple of the uh, the acolytes around the temple together, and um, he wants Nuni Claus to to trust the acolytes and fall fall backwards into the loving arms of the acolytes of Mani. <laughs> do it, Nuni. He wanted to do a trust fall. Yep. You is is Nuni Claus up for that? <clears throat> is he up for the trust fall? No, he is like not Santa, up for the trust fall. He's not up for it. No, he's not up for that. <laughs> well, Santa's like, man, like if you if if I if, if you can't trust me, how how can Monty trust you? Monty has no reason not to trust me. <laughs> and you need to res- you have a personal interest in restoring my abilities. Man, I don't know. Santa's not convinced. He was he was ready. He was ready to pull the trigger, but. Using restore vitality, like it, it definitely says like it needs to be a thing where like they're doing work. Now, I understand. I understand the point you're coming patrons. from. You got a patron that you got to please. Yeah, she's a god, not a patron, which I think is worse. <laughs> so they're more rigid. I think Nooney and and Santa are going to have to suspend this conversation Noonie, later uh, on. Nooney Klaus will just say that. I, I believe I've proven that I'm loyal to this temple and that I'll do what it takes for this temple. I, I don't Santa. think a trust fall. A trust fall might work for some of these yokels <laughs> coming in and out of the door, but I'm not going to do that. Do, do you not wish to be caressed by the loving arms of mine? I do. I do. Then hug me, brother. I will hug, I will hug Santa. <laughs> <laughs> I got no problem hugging Sans. Sans always uh, there when you need him. You get another two points back. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> All that for two points, but worth it. <laughs> I appreciate. I split. Can I split those up or? Uh, can no, I split they have, those up or does that have to be? They have to go all to one ability according to the north chart. Okay. Okay. I like it. Is Mephrodis going to uh, press for more healing today? That's up to you. <coughs> he's willing. He... To lay, he's willing to lay in a bed and be waited on by the handmaidens of Monty, despite his pain and discomfort. Is he now? No. <laughs> uh, what do you I'm want, thinking... Santh? I need a favor. Like what sort of favor? If he does a trust fall, then now he doesn't. He'll break. Mephrodis is Mephrodis, Santh isn't really happy with Mephrodis. Like he took him away from his god, and there was like there was a, a weakening of that connection. So Santh feels like he needs to get back in touch and have the feel goods. Yeah, Mephrodis ain't got no feelings, you know, right? <laughs> no, I know. He's not looking for the feel goods from Mephrodis. He's looking for the feel goods from Monty. Oh, okay, okay. We'll just 
but he's been with Methodist for like Methodist and Nudie have been there for a long time. Santa's very conflicted. Santa wants a wants a Methodist to do a trust fall. <laughs> <laughs> if you'll if you'll help Methodist stand up, he'll do it. All you have to do is let go. <laughs> okay, once a uh, once Methodist agrees, uh, Santa will take him out to the altar room. Oh, and like lead him to the to the middle of the pit to like the altar. <laughs> <laughs> And then get him all blindfolded and spin him around. Uh, once he's up there, yeah, you're gonna spin him around a couple times. <laughs> but Santa'll make sure that he's positioned correctly, that he falls into the arms of the handmaidens. Alright, all you have to do is let go of him. And when 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 he falls, Santa will gently caress his, his hand with a flaming hot holy symbol. Just keep it above the belt. Oh. <laughs> that would be a failure. A 12? Oh, yeah, this is a level yeah, 3. It's, it's uh, and then, like, when he's like, yeah, I guess Monty said no. <laughs> Mommy said no? What? She's not happy with that. The the holy symbol's not working, man. I, I smacked you in the head with it a couple times, and that, that usually works, but... <laughs> That trust fall was beautiful, though. Like, all the handmaidens are crying. Oh, very nice. Put Methodist back to bed. <laughs> one, one of the handmaidens has a twinkle in her eye as she leads you back to your bedchamber. There must be some dust or something. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's getting a twinkle in the eye of her Methodist. <laughs> Doesn't he ooze from pores and all that kind of stuff? Yeah, he's pretty disgusting. She's pretty homely. For <laughs> <laughs> <Her> handmaiden. <laughs> Anybody else getting healed up or restored vitality? Sounds like that's it. No more contributions to the church. Jargon will start going through inventory. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping the ledger domain. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's just going to keep mental note of what else going on with... With all the monies. Yeah, so, we have uh, stuff. Is Gonlex around? Gonlex is not around. Seriously? He's gone. Where'd he go? Uh, Vixila said that he went and, uh, like, she, the last thing she heard is that he was down at the docks. Oh, man. Maybe we should send somebody to the docks to find him. I think this is what is in Gonlex's heart. <laughs> If Gun Lakes wants to come back, we'll get a note or some kind of whatever, but I think he's always been fond of the sea, and this is his destiny. I don't want to get in the way of that again. Baptist is going to send an orphan down there to look for him. (laughs) (laughs) This is is retarded. (laughs) Gun Lakes needs to come back. Gun Lakes isn't very bright, so... (laughs) <laughs> no, but he still needs to come back. So you can send the orphan down to the docks? Yeah. <laughs> Can't even send one of us. <laughs> so you send the orphan down to the docks. Bong will go if, if y'all are... Bong would like the more the more the merrier with Bong, right? Uh, that always seems to be his philosophy, yes. So Bong and the orphan are heading yeah, down Bong to the docks? Yeah, Bong will go with the orphan. You're going to buddy up with the... 
Yeah, uh-huh. Bond's bon going to talk to that orphan on the way down there. What's okay. His, what's his name so, again? No, they're not sending the main orphan, a different orphan. <laughs> there's only one the, orphan. No, the there's main, two. Bendel, there's one too. You guys got two now. Bendel is the main orphan that Baptist has been using. He's not going to the he's not going to the docks with Bond. Bond says, Bendel, come on. There's five gold in it for you. Well, there goes Bendel. <laughs> Baptist tells him he he should probably stay here. If you want just to take live. the one that snitched some. Bendel seems torn. Bond goes on with the second orphan. Yeah. They don't want to step on Baptist's toes too much. Does he give Baptist the thing? Baptist gives Bendel five gold pieces. <laughs> I'll give you ten, Bendel. <laughs> <laughs> no, he waits till bad till Bong is gone. <laughs> Before you get it to him. So you're going to take one of the other orphans? The one uh, that pushed the wheelbarrow? Yeah. That, or whoever. Was the, whoever the other orphan is. Probably the one that pushed the, the wheelbarrow. Named Kegrin. Kegrin. And you guys set off towards the docks to find Gonlix. Alright, we get down there. <clears throat> okay. You get down there. You guys ask around, uh, you know, Bong, you guys look for him, you don't see him, you check some of the taverns, uh, you know, some of the dockside taverns. Uh, the story says that, that after you guys give a description of Gonlix, that uh, uh, the man you're looking for went out to sea with his ship, and as the ship left uh, the dock, he was climbed up on the mast and the rigging and singing sea, uh, sea shanties as loud as he could as the ship headed out to sea. Bong wants to find the captain of a boat. <laughs> okay, that's easy to do. You're at, you're at the docks. Uh, He's looking Everybody's at the a captain. Boat. Yeah, he, he just about... And he, there's, uh, the one that seems most approachable uh, is a uh, female captain named Cray. I'll move to the next one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't laugh at that at all. <laughs> oh, that's gonna go over well. Yeah, I talked to her. Okay. Ah, come on, Bong, stick to your gun. <laughs> yeah, Too Bong late now. Bong, Bong moves on. It's like, yeah. Okay, so Bong's moving on. What kind of Mickey Mouse boat is this? And he goes on the next one. You should have hit on her. Well, she'll probably Throw fall. Abs. <laughs> Careful, so, there's an awful lot of trolls on the internet. <laughs> yeah, edit all that out, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you talk around the tavern a little more, and you track down another uh, sea captain named Brenlin. Brenlin. Uh-oh. Yes. Did uh, we lose Matt? No, I'm here. My, my, okay. pen, my pencil broke. Oh, I heard an uh-oh, and I thought maybe you are getting... Nasty bandwidth or something. All right, uh, Brindlin. He asked him how much it is to charter a boat. What do you want the boat to do? I wanted to go to the Spice Islands and import spice to sell here in the sunken city. Where uh, the spice? Or whatever's a valuable commodity here. <clears throat> what do they want here in the sunken city? There's some textiles. Uh, salt is imported. Uh, salt has a a, a decent. Uh, Trade value. Uh, is that like a lucrative trade? 
Uh, it makes some money. The distance is long, so you know it drives the price up of the goods. You have to brave the seas, you know. So there's some risk with it, All right. mainly from weather and whatnot. If this seems like a wise investment to Bong, then he would be interested in getting some salt. Bong explains that he has some. He has uh, his own members of his trading company that will be with the ship, and that they will be ultimately in command of the ship. Uh, respecting the captain as the captain, of course. <clears throat> and they're going to be sailing to bring back salt. What kind of cash would I need to get a cargo of this? So you're going to hire a crew, too? Or like, are you trying to charter the whole boat? Or who's going on the boat? What does it cost? I asked him that. What would it take? You know, how much? Depends who's providing the crew and. Uh... What size crew does he need? Probably take 15 to 20 to crew the ship. All right. He says, I'll be right back. And uh, he goes over to one of the... the uh, well, he asks him how much the boat is if he provides the crew. But you still want Brennan to be the captain? Possibly, depending on his prices. Well, he prefers to keep at least some of the closer crew members of his own. So he'd prefer to have at least five of his own that he trusts to go out. And the rest can just be, you know, grunts. Okay, stuff so, like that, you so know, tie up ropes, clean <clears throat> the decks, stuff like that. Um, so he's going to send. He has, he needs fifteen in addition to what his own crew. Yeah, okay. and those are more just the hired hands that you know. Okay. Any sailor off a dock. Well, what does it cost? He's got to be careful because of mutinies. He doesn't want to ship again, so he tries oh, yeah, to keep five trusted, that. and the other ones are more just manual labor types. What does it cost to get his boat and a crew in his crew? For the voyage back and forth, we could talk about this later if you want to. Yeah, I have to think about that one to see. But yeah. I mean, he's open to dealing. I mean, obviously, he's got to make money some way. I just got to think of the best. Yeah, we'll just do that later. Person. I mean, yeah. Bones needs needs to make money, so he's looking for any kind of. How long ago did Gonlix leave? Um, two days ago. Where was the boat bound Actually, for? <clears throat> did they well, know? Where was that boat headed towards? <clears throat> yeah, Gonlix's boat. Um, headed to the lands to the south, supposedly. The warmer climates. Okay. Up in the land. Probably close to those spices, wherever the Nephritus is trying to get to. Yeah. That's uh, where this boat would be going to, to sort of sell. Out of character, does Gone Lakes want to be found? Um, not sure yet. Okay. He's, um, like, so, I mean, in character, like, if you ask, ask Vixila a little bit more... She'll say that he was kind of complaining about the direction of the group, like yeah. that they're kind of up to too many nefarious deeds, and kind of his love of the sea was kind of calling him, and it was harder for him to like maintain loyalty with the group. So that's kind of why he just kind of was like, you know what, I'm going to go follow my dream for a while. <clears throat> okay, well, Bong is going to hire a crew to go with this guy, but he's also going to send some of his own men, specifically giving them direction to look out for Gonlex and see if they can talk to him when they find him. Just in case he does want to come back at some point. <clears throat> okay. So, Brennan does seem interested. Price will get negotiated. Uh, and we'll go from there on that one. Okay. I guess we're done here. We'll do the rest on the boards or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> So Bong and the orphan head back to the temple. Okay. Did you send some of the hirelings with them? I'm going to when if I do end up chartering the boat. Oh, okay, but so, you haven't done that yet. So I'll you. have some trusted people on the boat. Okay. To kind of look out for the cargo. 
it's a promotion. See, they'll get paid more. <laughs> so you guys end up back at the temple. It's probably early to mid afternoon. All right, we need to find out where Rack is. I think we need to go to the smoke and look for him. Um, how many orphans you got? Just the one. I mean, I got him, and he put the heads out there. Um, <clears throat> and I, I was gonna do some stuff be... with the with the big field, but I've kind of let that slide to the back burner. So he's just hanging out. Rack is a person of some notoriety, correct, in the city? Um, I mean, there's multiple captains in the guard. He is a, uh, I mean, he's more than your typical guardsman. He would have been in charge of uh, probably multiple districts. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, he was not just a no-name guard. I wouldn't say he's famous or anything like that, or like the captain of the guard, but uh, he was of some notoriety. Well, I was thinking if we could, if Baptist would be willing to, that might be a good job for the the orphan and his orphan pals, is to scout out for Rack for us, and I would be glad to send out some of my hireling and henchmen to do the same. Yeah, I mean, that'd be fine. Do we want to? Do we still have a man in the Overlord's? Don't we have a guy in the guard? Oh, we did sign somebody up. What was that guy's name? That's right. Who? There's been so many. <laughs> no, they're all here. Surely I took a note. <laughs> and there is one that got a job. I just don't remember who it was. Was it Abram? No. No, he was. He's the. He's the sergeant. To. He's with. He's with Big taking care of the, protecting the temple. <clears throat> Estrovia went to the guild. Jadwin is with us. Torg's been following Bong around. Prospero's our cleric. Monarch was a wine seller. Torg. Who the heck are half these guys? Torg is that caveman. Yeah, Torg's the caveman. Oh, uh, Torg. is the elf refugee. Auth is the barbarian refugee. Beloso is the grave digger. Who are these people? And we left four dead. At, uh, Please tell me that these are all still on the books for you. <laughs> they're on the payroll, yes. They're at the temple right now. <clears throat> are you going for a record of like most play, uh, most characters played in an RPG ever? <laughs> these are Hirelings Enhancement. This is out of character, but Bong is trying to raise an army. And Couldn't that's tell. He's, <laughs> he's trying to get as many men as he One can. One of those guys was a guard. <clears throat> was he, is it on the is it on the portal by chance? In the overlords. Oh, I have to look. It seems like somebody we tried to get it. I don't remember exactly, but I remember trying to get somebody on. It seems like that's something I would have noted though. So maybe it didn't work or something. Let me look through my notes. Estrobia tries to find guild work. Well, Jeffrey, did, are we successful? Do we have a guy in there or not? In the guild or in the guard? In the guard. If I remember who the guard guy was, I thought. I, I don't think we do. I think we talked about it, but I'm not sure anybody. Yeah, I think the there. guard was going to be Bong was almost going to be the closest because he was going to get <clears throat> some work out of this deal with the tower. Right. Well, but this then, is the this is the thought I was I had was to sort of let the word out to the let the overlord know what Rack was doing. We need to be careful though. The um, Leotal may have closer connections with the Overlord than we know. You know, she seems like she gets around. Well, I was kind of thinking not 
not just go up to the overlord as us and tell it, but maybe start spreading that rumor that Rack and Leotal are working together <clears throat> to try to take down the overlord and just try to get a little bit of that's a good play. Is the scent going? We with gotta that. find out where these people are, though. And we gotta find out what's going on. I mean, we might have a friend in Rack if uh, if Ardius is killed and thrown on the steps of. Um, Ezrin's. To me, that is only a sign that they want us to know that Ephardius is dead. So I agree. I mean, but that's for Rack us. could have just as easily done that. They could have just been using Rack or Ephardius to well, get us in. I'd like to know where Rack is. Rack may have met the same fate, or I don't know what's going on. So, well, Baptist will send will send Bendel and a couple of his orphans to go to the smoke and try to see if they can find him. Okay. <laughs> So you guys send some uh, Bendel and some of his entourage of orphans. They spend better part of the afternoon, early evening. Uh, you know, I imagine them riding skateboards. Very, very similar to that. Yeah, they knock over fruit baskets as they go through. Knock over fruit baskets as they go through and everything. Drink um, milk. Look out. Yeah. Uh, doing a little pocket picking as they go. Uh, and they come back to the temple in the evening and say that the word on the streets no one seems no one has seen captain rack for the past three days three no days. one's seen no one's seen him so they saw him four days after the tower raid no so wait they no. haven't seen him in two four days. days they haven't seen him since the tower raid they haven't seen him since it though pretty much they haven't seen him since the tower, the tower raid was five days ago yep tower is five days ago no one's certainly seen him in the past three so he's either dead or in the tower. Where was he the night of the raid? We never ran across him. We saw Fardius, we saw Leotal, but we never ran across him. And we saw him. the clerics, but not him. Yep, you'd see, the last you saw Captain Rack was at the tavern, uh, I believe it was Lenspar's tavern, uh, making the deal. He was going to pay you gold uh, to help solve this Americal problem. Let's find out where he lives. Okay. Does that sound like a good idea? And go check that place out. Yeah, I like it. I'd say go in without the desire to start with force, but... Yeah. Well, I was if thinking it comes of, to it, obviously. I was thinking of just trying to get some information out of whatever mm -hmm. quarters he's in, not like going in and slaughtering. But no, he's but no good to us. Dead. Mm, that's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> that remains to be seen. He could have more information that we don't know. That's true. That's about it. I mean, I'm not saying that you know Baptist may not have the chance to torture somebody else because no, he's probably been dying to. But <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't know. We'll see what happens. He's not been dying to torture somebody. He's been dying to torture these people. <laughs> <laughs> He's also probably a bit hungry. Mm. War can last a long time. <laughs> uh, so, pass around, gathering a little bit of information. You find out that uh, Captain Rack had a, a small place uh, in the low court area. Ah. Oh. But it was a small place, nothing too fancy or extravagant, but that's where he had a place. Do we get the address? And you guys can easily get directions to where that place is. Okay. Who wants to go? I think this is a job for Pat and Baptist and Jargon and Snish. But Snish isn't back yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Baptist and Pat can go down there. Jargon will go with them. That is if they want a third. If they want to keep the number small, that's fine. He's, he's understanding of that. You know, always use Jargon. Yeah. He is full up on luck now. <laughs> so you guys head out. Uh, any precautions as you guys move through the city? Are you going to disguise yourselves? Anything? 
Or are you just going to move to lo- head out to the low court? Baptist is still cloaked up. Okay. Jargon's still wearing his. Yeah, I'll just go as is. What time of day is it? Uh, it is... Were you guys going to rest one more night, I assume? Because, I mean, the orphans got back early evening, mid-evening. Sure. From their, their, their spot. That's who so, want to go at night. Couldn't hurt for an issue. Yeah, which you, yeah, no, you could do that, too. Best. You want to go at night? or Yeah, get, let's go at night. Okay. Still mm-hmm. okay, so you guys move to the city streets. It, it is easier to do with it being dark out. Uh, you make your way through. Um, it's, you know, 7, 8 o'clock at night. You reach the place that's supposedly Captain Rack's house in the low court. Uh, the This particular part of the low court, even though some of the better off live here, there's um, the buildings are a little closer together. They're more like, uh, you know, townhomeish type stuff, uh, shared walls, things like that. Uh, you find his place. Um, it's got a, a trio of steps that leads up to the front door. Um, there are no lights on inside. No candles, no torches or anything like that. Just the uh, street lanterns. Is there a yard around it? Just a teeny little postage stamp yard out front. Is there a back back door? Um, way in the back or something? Yeah, you could meander your way around to an alleyway. You have to cut down a block a little bit, work your way around. But yeah, you could find a, an alleyway in the back. Is there a door in the back? Yeah, there appears to be a... a it's a thick wooden door. looks like just probably like a simple wooden kitchen back door or something like that. Not nearly as nice as the one out front. Uh, Baptist will ask Pat if he's interested, if he thinks we should break in. Yeah, sounds good. Does there, does there look like there was any sign of a forced entry at, at some point in time, or does it all just look the way it should? There does not seem to be any signs of forced entry. Okay. You and want to pick it, or do you want me to pick it? Um, I got plus seven. What do you got? Eight. Make an intelligence check. Whoever's going to do it, do an intelligence check first before you start. I'll do it. Okay. Not bad. You see, uh, as you're, as the two of you are sort of examining the lock on the back door, it doesn't look like a super complex lock, but you notice there's been a slight engraving near the lock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it looks like a rune of some sort. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And that's on the back door? Hot, hot yep, door. on the back door. Well, they're still kind of looking at that one. Jargon's going to kind of take note, run back around to the front, and try to get a glimpse of the one on the front door, see if there's okay. the same thing. Uh, yes, there also appears to be a little, very small, easy-to-miss rune on the front door as well. Mm-hmm. How about, does he have any windows? Yes, it appears to be a two-story uh, building, and there are uh, windows front and back. Can I try to decipher the script with three language? Yes. Not with a nine. Yeah, no, not sure. It's probably magical, you think. Yeah. Is there anything on the, on the window? Oh, 22 on the read. Damn. Um, Baptist got a pretty close look at these over at the watchtower, and he suspects it's some sort of protection rune, uh, uh, probably some a piece of a magical trap or something like that. Baptist is... Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask if there was anything on the windows. Like, I'm sure there's at least a window on the first floor, right? Yeah. Is there something that you can see on the sill or around it in the area there? Same kind of concept? Or no? Same concept on the windows as well. Looks like, and they, these look recent. They don't look like they've been here for a whole long time. The wood's not, where, where it's been carved in, it's not like it's been weathered from weeks and months and years of rain. It's, it's 
It seemed sort of relatively old. new additions to this facility. Yeah, so, yeah the lower window you check also has it. Target will jump back around and let them know about the phone. <laughs> Was this the same room that turned all the weapons into rust? There were two pieces of protection in place at the watchtower. Uh-huh. Um, the one seemed to be disabled when you said this secret phrase. It actually made the purple runes fade. Uh, and the other one, you're not sure what triggered it. But um, you're not sure if this is a... a going to turn weapons into rust, or if it's similar to the whatever it was that you disabled that you never really found out what it was. Try the secret phrase. You can say the secret phrase that was useful out of the watchtower, and it does not have an effect here. Do any of you thieves have a scroll of dispel magic? No. <laughs> but Santha, Santha can cast dispel magic. No. It's Mephrodis. Mephrodis can. Santha has it, too. He cast it real quick. So if you guys want to try to fall back to the temple and get, I mean, it's evening. It is easier to move to the city streets at dark if you want to grab somebody that might be able to yeah. assist. Although Bavis is really tempted to set the place on fire, but he will wait. <laughs> <laughs> so you go retrieve uh, Santh or Mephrodis? Probably Santh since Mephrodis is barely able to walk. Out. He should be sleeping. He's able to walk now. He just can't walk straight. <laughs> He should be. He should be resting. So you grab Santh and you return back to Captain Rack's place. On the way out the temple doors, Jargon's going to yell at one of the handmaidens to tell him to get back to work with Memphis and get him back in bed. <clears throat> so does someone want to cast uh, dispel magic? Detect magic. <clears throat> oh, well, you, have to, you have detect. You have dispel. Yeah, I thought you were asking for detect. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> it can't hurt. Right, my bad. Yeah, I mean it can't hurt. Hey guys, it actually that's could. That's magic right there. <laughs> Thanks. So, Thanks a lot. So Baptist and Prince Reach are all <laughs> so go ahead and dispel it. <laughs> we we got you up out of bed to dispel this trap. <laughs> now, if I'm not mistaken, thieves can overcome magical locks, correct? They can try, yeah. They can try. That's the what whole thing. What type of door is it? Whoa, 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 what type of door is it? It's wood. It is wood. Santa's got this. You've been waiting to use this spell the entire time. Oh, yes. <laughs> Stupid wood weirding spell. You're going to tell everybody you're dispelling magic. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's a failure. <laughs> is that a level two? Hold on. It's How much do you lost, need? Though. It's not lost. It's not lost, right? Uh, How much do you need? No, no, no. Give, uh, give him some, just like one or two. Um, two would be perfect, because right? I know that gets you four. Yeah, you got it. Cool. Uh, the cleric causes a wooden object, ten foot square or smaller, to bend and warp. Destroying its functionality. Doors become jammed in their frames. That doesn't sound good. Small boats spring leaks, wagon wheels roar. Claire can affect multiple smaller wooden objects as long as they do not exceed the affected size in total. Well, if you can jam a door, you should be able to. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Jeffrey, what I want to do is I want to cleverly pull 
the wood around the the door mechanism away from the mechanism. Okay. And um, just just so we're clear, just want to make sure we're clear. Santa will not be standing directly next to the door while doing so. Okay. Range is uh for me is fifty five feet away, and I'll be standing every bit of that. <laughs> Babis will be sixty feet away. <laughs> Jargon will be behind the both so, of them. Yes. Santh moves back, casts a spell. He manages to control the uh, wood warping to sort of break the, the door mechanism. Um, as he does so, this powerful cloud of frost like just shoots out from around the door uh, out to like about 10 feet in front of it. Uh, and then it slowly, the, the smoke and mist from the cold fade away. And the door looks like it is ajar slightly. The back door. You're welcome. <laughs> He's going to, like, tromp back to the temple now. He's got his slippers on still. <laughs> his little nightcap. <laughs> oh, and just so you know, like, Sant has, like, dark midnight slippers with, like, points and little bells on the end of them. And they've got, like, moons and stars embroidered on them. <laughs> As does his nightcap. Yeah. His <laughs> nightcap is matching robe. What are you talking about? He sleeps naked other than slippers. <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh, there in a nightcap and slippers. <laughs> it's drafty out here, boys. <laughs> We're just going to treat him like the emperor who lost it or who forgot to put the clothing on. Or he was told about the invisible thread. Unity's nothing new to this party. No. <laughs> this, this is the worst thing that happens. This is when Jargon heads behind Baptist and not Sam. <laughs> so, you've popped the back door on this uh, after Axe house. Uh, creep up. Okay. Uh, it, looking in a little bit, looks like it opens into a small kitchen of some sort. Do we notice in any of the other buildings, has anyone paid any attention to what we're doing? It doesn't seem like it. <laughs> kitchen. Yep, kitchen. Any signs anyone has been here recently? Um, uh, the kitchen's sort of cluttered. Uh, it looks like it's been used as recently as within a week. Doesn't look like it's been used within the past two to three days. Um, what's the next room? Uh, next room's a little sitting room up towards the front. It's got a little fireplace uh, and then steps that lead up to the second floor. There's a, a small couch, a chair, um, and then the front door that leads out. Does the fireplace look like it's been somewhat recently used? Um, looks serviceable I, within the past couple weeks, oh. but not anything within the past couple days. Okay. I'm going to look for traps on the stairs. Okay. Probably not. The stairs seem safe. <laughs> um, Babis will take a look for himself. Jeez, Babis is just leaving <laughs> it up tonight. Stairs still seem safe. Move up the stairs. Okay. Uh, you move up the steps. They go up to a second floor. Has two small bedrooms. Uh, one of them looks like it's uh, been converted into like another sitting room. It's got a table, a chair. The other room looks to be a bedroom. Um, it looks like someone uh, has searched through some of the stuff in the sitting room. There's like a, a little desk. It's got a drawer. It's been pulled out, dumped on the floor. Uh the papers are sort of scattered across the desk, and uh, same in the bedroom. Someone looks like they've 
pulled you know stuff out from underneath the bed, uh, gone through the closet, thrown some clothes around. There's a uh, uh, captain uniform in there, uh, you know, a city guard uniform. Take the uniform. Uh, okay. Grab it. Uh, but it looks like someone's searched through this house on this floor. Um, we've done this before, haven't we? Well, Baptist and his expert people's houses. Does it seem like the people that were searching found what they were looking for? You're going to guess no. Um, start checking walls for secret passages or secret doorways or yeah. compartments, something. Just completely just wrecked the place. Okay. Everything uh, gets flipped over. Yeah, I mean, you guys have snuck inside. You do a thorough search. You've got multiple thieves with you. It's pretty easy to go through. Uh and you do not find any secret compartments, no secret passageways or sliding doors or anything like that. Uh, it seems like you're unable to find whatever the people might have been looking for either, as well as there's no sign of Captain Rack. What would they be looking for? Something that he wasn't supposed to have, maybe? And if he does still have it, then that means he's still alive. He's just on the road. It would have had to have been before it lay at all, before she set the traps. Well... What do you mean? The people like searching for it? <clears throat> yeah, it would have. That, she would have had to have been the one that. Yeah, was doing I'm it. assuming that, but like that might mean that Rat was being blackmailed for something that would have be been acting against his will in that whole situation. I wouldn't be too surprised by that. So you don't find anything in his place. Doesn't look like he's been here for two to three days. <sighs> Do we find anything of value besides the uniforms? Uh, the uniforms there, I mean, he's got, uh, I mean, the kitchen had some silverware in it, uh, you know, it, worth a, a little bit of money. Nothing of significant value. It looks like he was probably spending most of his guard salary on... Uh, Whores and uh, rum. Just, uh, yeah, uh, just paying for the place. It seems a little uh, relatively... Decent place for a, a guard salary. There's no books or bookshelves. There's no statues or. There's some bookshelves, but most of them are uh, like a knickknack decorations, like souvenir type stuff. Nothing super expensive. Uh, just little odds and ends from there. The books that are on the shelf are uh, nothing of any note. The papers that were like strewn across the desk what uh, were those of anything of importance not necessarily value obviously but anything of like interest um most of some of them were just lists like hey here's what I'm going to go get at the market today uh some were uh a list of some of the the sergeants and the the guard maybe gives you a little bit of work at home uh but it's more almost more of a checklist than anything significant but okay. nothing of any real merit that list anything of anything with names will take okay good man baptist does it appear that he lived by himself yes it appears he lived by himself what a loser there's no correspondence no maybe this one was mail? taken is there what? Mail? Anything like that? Like No. Hmm. <clears throat> Dirty dishes in the sink? Dirty dishes are in the sink, yes. Floorboards that can be pried up? or. I mean, even if you pry some up, there's nothing underneath of them. Uh, just the foundation of the, the townhome. Hmm. What could they have been looking for? I have no idea. <sighs> Is a majority of his clothing there or not? 
of what we would assume a normal person would need to like live a week in the city. You think the majority was probably there? So he wasn't on the run. He didn't have the chance to pack up and run. He was taken by somebody, probably. Um, he could have packed. I mean, it's not like he. It's not like he'd packed up for long term. There could have been enough stuff missing for an overnight bag. Hmm. So somebody came in looking for something. They sealed the place up so somebody. They warded the place so somebody else couldn't come look for something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they were trying to kill Rack if he came back. Maybe. Well, would the frost spell kill him or would it just stun him and keep him frozen kind of a thing so they could abduct and move him? It seemed relatively powerful when you saw it go off from a distance. Okay. They also warded the windows too, correct? Yep. It seems to be a pretty thorough job. Whoever warded the place was fairly thorough about it. Someone had to have seen somebody do it, though. I mean, how long does a word take to put in place? Oh, I mean, it probably took a little bit of time. You think it could be done, like, overnight when you don't have people watching? Yeah. No. Well, that's out. <clears throat> does he have neighbors? Yeah, the neighbors are close. <clears throat> They're almost like shared walls, practically. I'm almost half tempted to go back the next day, pose as a friend of his, and ask the neighbors if they knew where he was, because I was supposed to meet up with them or something like that. Uh <clears throat> Any effects of Ephardius in there? Any kind of letters or anything from him? You don't find anything from him either. No, I'm not actually there. I'm just asking. Yeah, no, there's there's no effects or anything like that. I think Mephrodis might be willing to consult Spirit on the uh, contact Ephardius if we can find something that will help him out. Let's call this the spot to stop for the evening. It's a little after 11. Okay. And then we'll figure out how you guys plan on seeing what if Captain Rack's still around where he's at, and then consult Spirit if we need to. And you guys can sort of now that you've got a little bit more information about what's going on, figure out what's the plan. Yeah, I think we should um, do the same. Try to find Afardius's house next, and do the same thing. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. So okay. yeah, it's good to be yeah. back. <laughs> Glad you guys like the city. Back in the uh, saddle again. <laughs> so we'll wrap it up for there. Thanks for playing, Kelly. Thanks for sitting in with us for a couple weeks. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it was nice having you. Yeah, it was good having you, bud. We'll see Pat you and Danny going on a maternity leave now. Yep, till yep, May. Exactly. <laughs> Great. <laughs> I can't wait to meet the kid. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be awesome having a child running around the temple. <laughs> that does make the place seem like home. Badness is not putting his knives and stuff on. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I, Baptist probably shouldn't even have to worry about that. There's a giant gaping hole in the middle of the temple. Yeah. Baby gates. Baby, baby gates. Yeah. It's just lined with baby gates. <laughs> The brethren show up one day and they're like, what is going on? <laughs> For your safety. Hilarious. So, <clears throat> talk to y'all later. All right, later, see you. Right. See you. Later, bye. Thanks for listening to the DCC RPG Actual Play Podcast. Please stop by irontavern.com forward slash podcast and tell us what you think. 